podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello, mates. It is the match day diary. It's John Gibbons just walking up the road to the ground a bit late today. Um, my boy plays football on a Sunday at 12, so it's always a bit tight in these games for me. Uh, get him, get him back, and then sort of get out myself. So I've just parked up and I've got a bit more of a leisurely stroll. Well, not quite leisurely, actually. I'm going to have to move a bit, so if I end up out of breath, apologies a little bit. But I'm walking at a decent pace on my own because everyone else is up there, here up the hill. I should be all right just for kick-off, but it is going to be sort of bang on, so there we go. Um, yeah, I hope it sounds all right as well. I'm not got the little mic thing in, um, just because I am rushing a bit, so and it's a bit fiddly when you're, when you're walking fast, so I've just sort of left that out, so apologies if it's not quite as clear as what it normally is, but just want to do a bit before the game, obviously. Uh, you'll hear from us after, where we'll be in the Glenbrook doing post-match stuff, and then... We might be recording some stuff a bit later as well. Might be doing the weekend a bit early, just because we've got an awards to do tomorrow night. Um, so a few weeks ago, we won at the football content awards, so that was nice. Uh, we got the football supporters association ones in London. So I was in London on a Monday night just before Christmas, which is a bit of a nuisance, but it is a good do, and it's obviously good to support them. And um, yeah, and hopefully we win. So. Uh, but it'd be nice anyway. So we're going to that tomorrow, so we might be doing it a little bit later to get to get ahead a little bit to ease the pressure off our busy Monday. So yeah, um so in terms of um things we need to talk about, uh, yeah the team our team's really strong in it. Teams teams are belter, love it, love the midfield, it's a brand new midfield. Um nearly all coming in the summer, but all players that I think we all like, certainly I do. And yeah, it's, a, it's an exciting forward line as well. So, really looking forward to seeing them, really looking forward to the game. It's cold, but it's not as not as cold as it was the other night. It's, it's sort of calmed down a little bit, the temperature. So, let's go try and get across this road. Um, give me a sec. I'll concentrate a little bit. Getting one over to you, mate. He's going to host the, the pink. It's <laughs> a little run there. A little burst of pace from Gibbons. Um, half a mile up the road is. That's what the side says. 11 minutes to go. No worries. Um, so, yeah, the team's a team. You said that. Then the FA Cup tour I just listened to on the way in. And, uh, yeah, that's a lively one, isn't it? You could sort of do without it for a variety of reasons. Um... Not least the fact that we're all hopeful, well, most of us are hopeful of being in a League Cup semi-final as well. Some of you aren't bothered that, you know, fair enough. But um, I think most of the fans are hopeful of being in a League Cup semi-final. That's a two-legger, could be just after that, I think. I think it is. And then, um, yeah, and then, just because, you know, in terms of rotation and things like that, you'd like some nice, easy ones at home. Like what City get... <laughs> um, were United at home again? I can't remember now because they've had a mad number of consecutive home draws, haven't they? Yeah, but I can't remember who United got. Yeah, but you prefer a nicer one than that. Um, Everton and Palace as well. Same weekend, so the trains could be lively if they end up on the same day. But 
maybe they'll, they'll sort it out one Saturday, one Sunday. Who knows? Could even be a Friday night with the FA Cup on there. Um, but yeah, Arsenal away, which is quite a tricky one. So we'll see what happens there. There's probably about 112 games between now and then, though, hasn't there? That's how it works in December. So we don't necessarily have to worry about that for now. But a little bit of a shame that we've not got a, a nice, easy home draw where, you know, it'd be a chance for the manager to play some more of these younger players and give a few a rest. And also the home cup games are good opportunities to the kids to come and watch as well because it's hard to get league tickets um, it's, it's it's tricky as I'm sure everyone knows if everyone can attest to and you know it's a good opportunity for me to take my little nephew or something like that because the league cup ones are a little bit too late on the school nights so we missed that as well but hey maybe we'll swat Arsenal and then get someone in the next round um, gotta be positive but before all that it's full of and listen, you know all the score now, by now, but uh, I'm hopeful walking up the hill. I'd say it's quite quiet. Most people <laughs> leaving themselves a bit more time than I've been able to today, but it should be good. Um, should I think anything else? I didn't see much footy yesterday. I was a bit delicate. We did um, a few shows on Friday night. We did. Um, well, the Friday night was on, and we were doing alphabet soup at the same time. And then we did like a bed in, which is going to go out on Christmas Day which is really good, but, you know, we had a few drinks for it, and I think I just got carried away and thought it was actually Christmas Day. So, um, I ended up staying out a little bit later than what I'd planned, to be honest with you, on, on Friday, um, getting in a bit late. So, yesterday was a bit, a bit quiet. Just did a few jobs and stuff like that. So, we didn't see loads of footy. Um, but... Hopefully the lads who did the weekend off. I watched Watch the Day this morning, so I've seen the goals, but I didn't watch um, any on live, so... Well, apparently United were crap, weren't they? So, so, the, so Twitter is telling me. And... Shame about the Blues winning. I was getting my hopes up a little bit there. With the points deduction. And we've got a tricky one coming now, Everton, so I was hoping that... Uh, indeed, if they didn't win there, then it might start looking a bit precarious, but... Yeah, I did one again, so fair play. Uh, doing well away from home, which is an interesting one. Uh, won four, four away games, which is it's fucking out more than us, but... Um, yeah, they won again, so... Nothing more likely they're going to get out of it, but who knows? Like, who knows? Um, right, I think that's it. Um, I can see the Glenbrook. Now, we've got a new thing on the side of the Glenbrook, apparently. Um, so we, we had an ad on the back. The Glenbrook are very good to us. Um, we obviously did the post-match audio there, but um, they're just good to us generally. They, they, they give us a thing on the back that we can. We've rotated now quite a few different things on there, so yeah, they're good to us. Um, they are actually, I mean, it's been called the Glenbrook Hotel for a while, but they're actually doing little bits to it. They've, they've freshened the rooms up and they look class. So if anyone was ever looking for somewhere to stay on the day of a game. Glenbrook Hotel, you could do a lot worse, they'll look after you, like they look after us. And there is the new sign. See, now it's good, it's bold, you can fucking see it, Christ. It says immediate post-match reaction from, it's on the side of the pub where we do the immediate post-match reaction. So it's very true. But fucking hell, that's great. Uh, I want to take a picture of that now, up to that. 
Oh, now we're in the Glenmore defence one. Fucking hell, it was tight, wasn't it? And it was tense, but he did it. Uh, we've just done the post-match show, and now as ever, as custom, we're going to grab a few friends uh, who are dotted about it. Green Paul, who's over from the States, who has been into the office to see us, looked after the guys in Atlanta, and now you find your way here to the Glenbrook. Um You also didn't back me to you remember your name, so well done, me. Unbelievable, Gibbo. Considering how much I drink. Considering <laughs> how much you drink and how much you work and how many people you meet, to remember somebody you saw five years ago, and in Maribor, if you don't remember that. But uh, yeah, unbelievable. And that game was unbelievable. Uh, a two, 345, I thought the titles lost were done, you know, finished, done. And then 355, I couldn't believe it. We were, we were on their way. Yeah, some celebration. Where were you sat? Where about uh, in the gallery? We were in the main stand about on the cop side, about 30 rows up. Perfect seats, really good. Thanks to my brother who hooked us up for the seats. And uh, it was it was unbelievable. So saw the goals really well. So we have the journey, I guess, when, when they can pull it out like that. I don't know if you were, were you around on Thursday as well, or if you I just was. I was at the match on Thursday, and uh, it was a bit of a training exercise. But you know, we just hope that we get Allison back soon, and Bravo back soon, and you know, Diogo back soon. And but these <laughs> double headers for you must be a bit of a gift because we moan about the Thursday Sundays, but I know. Yeah, a lot of us moan about the Thursdays and Sundays, but for, for overseas fans, being able to hit yeah. two two games in a weekend. Yeah, two and four is is what I look for on the schedule, and that's unbelievable. That's what when we saw that coming up, that's when I called my brother and I said, "Oh, we should try to get over there. It's it's perfect." Yeah, they're not bad games to sort of get tickets for and things like that, and you guys have managed it. How were the boys in Atlanta anyway? Unbelievable. I mean. Should I talk about how many Jaeger bomb, bombs they did or not? Yeah, fuck it, why not? <laughs> they did about four Jaeger bombs on stage and were perfectly coherent through the whole thing and gave a whole <laughs> dissertation on the Man City charges and, and everything. I mean, Neil was perfect, all the guys were perfect. It was great to see Johnny Milburn, who we don't get to hear from a lot, so it was unbelievable. Yeah, I'm glad the guys did a good job and yeah, well versed in, in working on shots. Now, yes. <laughs> very unbelievable. I mean, six and six they did, and they were perfect. And we were the sixth one, and we thought no drop off at all. No, the last one was the best one. Last time actually we did Washington, and I felt like that was the best one. And I know they were all really looking forward to Atlanta. And yeah. thanks a lot for all of them for, for looking after them. And it was great. Yeah, we had a great time. A lot of fun. I, I heard they stayed out till five, but I didn't. <laughs> that does not surprise me either. Well, safe journey back. You've got a bit of a crew with you if you want to sort of you know mention who else you've got with you. Well, from Atlanta as well. I had a I had a pretty great view of the celebration. I was third row on the cop. Yeah, show me a picture of the, the boys celebrating that wedding, man. Must have been some feeling. Oh, it was incredible. People were, you know, arms flying everywhere. You know, just like Paul said, a few minutes before, you kind of wondered how. What was amazing was Trent's composure. Just the way he took that. Fantastic. So, not a bad way to, to wrap up a trip here to Liverpool. My second match over the past few days, so... Yeah, you guys have done well. Well, two wins, two from two. Uh, yeah. Go back with uh, three points in each competition. And I'm really nice to see you, Paul Tom, yeah, man. Nice to see you. Thanks. Thanks a lot, Gibbo. Hello, Neil here. I hope you're enjoying this Anfield Rap Free Week extravaganza that we're putting out. It's right the way through the week uh, that we're looking to show you what the Anfield Rap content offering is day in, day out. You can get the videos on YouTube, you're getting the audio where you get your audio from. But ultimately, we're proud of what we do. We're very proud indeed of what we do. And what we want is for you to enjoy and share in what we do. We want you to come and be part of what the Anfield Rap is all about and what could be a really exciting Liverpool season. So if you like all of this, 
once the free week is over feel free to sign up and subscribe to the Anfield Wrap you can do it in a number of different places there's Patreon there's through the app and there's the AnfieldWrap.com forward slash subscribe we want you to come on board with us we hope you're enjoying all of this all the best and now with Many people refer to as the king of uh, the Batshe Daris. I've, he- I've heard us refer to that before, which is why they provide us with a crown every time we walk in. <laughs> have you, have you, I mean, can you pass me that cape? It's a shame it is audio only because he is wearing a crown right now. And, and a cape. And looking resplendent. Uh, no, we're just fixing the cape on. <laughs> I apologise. And uh, now we'll yeah. go. How are you? You see well. I'm fucking wonderful, mate. What a day. What a day. I'll tell you what. The, the, beauty, the beauty of wins like this is when you get to the point that you feel that things aren't going to go your way and then we've seen it time and time and time again thank you mate Someone George, put- George has just had his bevy replaced that Phil Blundell volleyed Phil, <laughs> Phil, Phil Blundell with Tari Wendell did across the he did mate he caught it clean it's still on the ceiling but 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 the, be- the best man the best man ever Rob, Rob, the beautiful electrician, replaced it. Well, he's an electrician. Well, all right, he's an electrician. <laughs> he's an electrician. But he, he, re- he replaced it with no charge, which, which is good. So I've, I've got a new bevy and it, it's all been good. But yeah, we all thought it was all gone to shit. And then suddenly, we've seen it so many times before, mate. When the Reds, when the Reds, backs against the wall, we pull it out the bag and we win. We've seen it so many times. Mate, I, I'm sure there's a statistic. I've read it. I've seen it. I don't give a shit. I've seen it so many times before. When the Reds are losing, no one has come back and won with late winners in the Premier League more times than the Reds. Would you describe us as the Devil's Club, George? I would describe us as the Devil's <laughs> Club, mate. I'll describe us as whatever you want us to. Mate, I, I know. I'm not a better man. As soon as we went 3-2 down, I put a bet on us to win. Oh, he's right. Because I saw it. And I know we were shite. And I know I'm not going to read. I've just been handed, by the way, I've a just been handed fry. a scampy fry. No, thank you. Which I'm is, working. Which is crunchy, and I'm in the middle of a podcast. Yeah, it's good after Van Gogh. It will not be long, mate. It's, it's not sat, a full one. It's sat pregnant on the table waiting for me <laughs> with, its, with, its, with its funk. And that's what it is. It's a funk, isn't it? A I like, scampy fry. I like the description of it, pregnant. It's bulging it like is. a pregnant look lady. It, look at it just waiting for me. And I want to eat it. But at the same time, mate, I have got some beef in this slow cooker at home. Oh. Do you know about this? No. Mate, How would so, I know? I don't know from Instagram. <laughs> I'm not right, on so as much as you do. What our listeners want to hear is about my my beef in the Instagram in the, in the slow cooker, right? Well, that's what I want to hear, and I I'm, I'm so like what, a listener. what happened, John? Is in the last couple of days, I, I saw a piece of wagyu uh, wagyu brisket that I thought, you know what, I'm going to pick that up because wagyu's full of fat marbling, so I'm going to pick it up and I'm going to find a way to cook it to the best of its ability. <laughs> so so I've lashed some wine, some wagyu some thyme and some rosemary some beef stock and some onions and a bit of bit of bit of, bit of all the good things and that's been in since 11 o'clock this morning so when i get home tonight i'm gonna make some uh horseradish mash and i'm gonna have the best time of my life with a glass of red wine yeah. to celebrate the reds winning 4-3 that's what's gonna happen so this might be the best day of my life is it the best day of your life I mean, it might be this one after they come to yours and eat this fucking brisket. Mate, I've got about 15 people coming to mind. You need to stop keep talking about it, lad. <laughs> stop talking about it. Well, yeah, I don't think one, one scampi fry is going to ruin that, mate. Listen, it looks like a good scampi fry. I'm not going to lie. It looks really good. It's, it's not big enough to ruin that. No, what, no. what you've got coming but, up. It's more of a horse, Dave. You know, you know what, boss, as well? Shout out to all the shit houses on the cop who, when Watari Wendu came on, 
they all went, oh, this, is he settling for 3-2? Is he settling for getting beat here? And Wataru Endu had other ideas, mate. He just went, don't worry about it, lads. I'll just bend one into the top corner like it's fucking nothing. What a day. What a day for the Reds. The Reds weren't great today, but you know what? They battled and they fought and they absolutely deserved it. I fucking love it. Up the Reds. Up the fucking Reds. I'm going to leave George to his pregnant dish um, here and we'll go and find someone else. Still in the Glenbrook, I'm now with Benny, who people uh, might have heard when we go down to Brighton. He's the chairman of the uh, official Brighton Supporters Club down there, but also now the representative of all the supporters clubs on the supporters board. So congratulations for that, mate. Yeah, I know, it's amazing. I was, no one else want to do it. <laughs> well, I think it, I think it was a little bit of that, yeah, def <laughs> definitely. But uh, no, I was elected by a group of my peers. Incredible. I feel very honoured. And uh, yeah, I mean, I was just saying to somebody, we think like 10 years ago, I stood in a pub in Brighton as a joke, said, let's set up a Liverpool supporters club down here. And, you know, 10 years later, I've been uh, elected by a group of my peers to represent that whole network of 310 supporters clubs. Um, at the supporters board level is it's a great honour for me and, and a testament to the supporters club we built actually down in, in Brighton and Sussex. Absolutely. Um, so you had, I think it was the first meeting yesterday, was it? It was, So yeah. did you go in and like, let them know what you were all about? Well, it was... Uh, you were like, fucking hell, who's this fella? <laughs> it, it, it was a long meeting, I tell you. It was a three-hour meeting. Um, I spoke a few times, but I was uh, just sort of trying to ed edge my way in a little bit. There's some... Uh, yeah, as you can imagine, some very, very strong opinions, some very big characters in there. So, uh, yeah, no, I didn't go in and lay the law down by any stretch. <laughs> yeah, but good to be involved with it then. Obviously, well in town, you thought I might as well go in the match tomorrow. And was it a bad game in the end? It was all right, yeah. I mean, I, I was very lucky. I actually got a, a ticket through Cop Outs, which I'm also involved in, which is the uh, LGBTQ plus supporters club, uh, official supporters club for Liverpool. And because it's the Rainbow Laces game, the club very, very generously gave a, a small number of tickets to that, to that group. And I managed to blag my way in on, on those tickets. So, yeah, I've had, a, I've had an amazing weekend. I've, uh, yeah, a first for me going to that meeting. And uh, I don't think I've seen a game quite like that live. For, well, I don't think I've ever seen one like that, actually. I've not, I don't come all the time. Uh, but, yeah, that was, that was something else. I had to check my phone at the end. I couldn't work out how quick those goals were, those two goals. Yeah. Absolutely amazing. I know cop outs were at Hotel Anfield before the game. I don't know if you were there. I yeah. was really tight to kick off. In fact, I, I, I got in, sort of banged on too, so I um, wasn't able to get down before. But we were there, and was it all well received and go well? Yeah, it was great. There was, it was really nice, actually, at Hotel Anfield. Spirit of Shankly were there. They had a kind of stand, and they were just answering people's questions and you know just information sharing and awareness raising them. And then, yeah, cop outs were there. Um, we, we were doing a like a fundraising raffle to donate money to fans of Putin supporting food banks and uh, just raffled off a couple of tickets. But again, it's a little bit about awareness raising as well. You know, just allowing people to come up, have conversations, ask why we have an LGBT plus supporters group. And I think not everybody understands or knows that. Um, but it's amazing work they do. You know, Paul, of course, who's the chair there. So yeah, really, really been a great weekend for me. It's ticked ticked all the boxes. <laughs> now I just need to go to Mowgli and have brilliant uh, Indian and I'm, I'm made and is that your plan I reckon so yeah I reckon it's, so it's as good a plan as any <laughs> uh, really nice to see you glad you're up for the weekend glad you enjoyed it obviously glad they did do one um, and all that and yeah not got Brian in the cup this year um, uh, disappointing so we'll put Arsenal out maybe get him in the fourth round maybe nice to see you mate yeah great this. to see you cheers Dan Morgan I've heard it was a four person post match pint and we've never seen the likes 
four goals for people. <laughs> you do one each. We broke the mould. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> from range. <laughs> Some goals today, to be fair, like wasn't he? Yeah, yeah. Not to be all of you about it, but uh, the XG on them. Wouldn't mind seeing later on. That's what I'm into it for, John. Well, I messaged um, Neil after the game. There was a thing where um, I don't know if you saw uh, one of the Guardian journalists. I won't name him. Um, we say we're going out just got that over there kick was moaning about yeah but he shouldn't be doing that should he do you know what I mean you're like oh fuck off lad have some romance the Guardian so, really yeah I know I know them, them they're normally so full of joy uh, when it comes to yeah. football and so they do, outward facing it's, they, they love the romance of the sport <laughs> uh, but, but yeah he was, he was Future, saying futurist you might say John. His, his hot take on the Garnaccio overhead kick uh, at Goodison Park was that um, he shouldn't be shooting from there no, and I reckon he probably had Tutted as Alexis McAllister's fucking rifled in the yeah, top, yeah. top of the net. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, Trent Alexander Arnold's letting go on the on the fourth. He's got no time for it. Thinks we should be taking the draw. Um, <laughs> but no, where's the shape? Yeah, where's the shape? No, we, I was saying it in the pub. It, it was hard to get this across that like it almost felt more frustrating that we've scored two worldies to get ahead in the game at half time, but we've given them two shite goals, like two scruffy nothing goals. You know, you'd much rather have had it nil-nil than, like, yeah. break your back to, like, score them two goals. And yeah, because you're like, well, if we play better second half, we'll win it from here. Yeah, exactly. Where it's in that, you're like, well, fuck it out. Yeah. But it's bossed on, it? Because I do, like... I, it did leave me feeling a bit, sort of, existential about Liverpool and being on the journey and, like, this being a new thing and almost being, like, this being something you'd have to learn. But, you know, the same way you learn it when you win, you know? And, like, you'd, you'd have learned another lesson if you lost, but... A lot goes into that today, and like you just think the team probably get a lot from it, and they're probably all buzzing, which we are as well, which is great. Yeah, absolutely. And they are a development team, and I was trying to tell myself that while I was having a crisis of confidence and things like that, and thinking, you know, someone like Gravenberg's not great today, but you know, he's still a new player, he's still a young player, he's still a development player, and you know, it is a new team, it's a brand new midfield, and right at the top of this, I was excited about that. It looks a great midfield, but we signed them all in the summer, and there's going to be little teething pains. And, you know, obviously the goalie's not great today, but then he's being compared to the um, the best one in the world. He, yeah, he bails yeah. us out so often, and so it is. It's a team developing, but I mean they're doing all right at the moment. Yeah, do you know what? Like I, I am really bought into the title challenge thing. Like I still think we're a team that will and is is probably on merit to finish in the top three, and I think that's great because I still think we can win a cup on top of that. You know, and I think that's a really good season for us for where we are and. You know, like I say, sometimes you've got to go on. You've got to go on the journey, and you can't. Sometimes you can't just rock up in December and expect to win two 0 even though it's what everyone wanted today. Because it was, it was, it felt like it was dark at eleven a.m. <laughs> <laughs> it felt like it was one of those days where you know everyone wants to just have a chat inside the ground and just see Liverpool win a game quite comfortably. And maybe, maybe this Liverpool team's done a good thing today in terms of like keeping us on our toes, and that's that's no bad thing. But you know, ultimately, like. I think that the the, the the unit of what they are and like who they are and like what they do as a as a collective, I think I think it'll shape them going forward. And I think we've got really big games coming up. That's the thing. And you know, there's no gimmies. But you, you really felt like we needed six points out of the next two if we wouldn't have won today. Yeah. You know, it's it's been a massive like bit imperative. It's like. been a necessity. Yeah. And and I'm not saying that's not the same the same thing. But you know, they've won a game they were expected to win. And you know they've done it in a really entertaining way, which none of us expected. What a goal from Enzo, by the way! I think it's the best one of the lot. I think he strikes it so sweet. I've never seen him hit one like that before. And 
Yeah, puts it exactly where he wants exactly, to. Exactly, yeah, yeah. You see, he sees where he wants to put it and he puts it there, yeah. Yeah, made up, made up, really good. Really good drinking game. <laughs> Up the nuts. Yeah. And of course, there ain't no party without Fuad. <laughs> Famously. I feel, like, I feel like I'm always sat here with you when we do these exact same spot, and I love it, John. Let's make it a routine. <laughs> I, I'm up for that, as long as the Reds keep winning, mate. Let's keep going. Oh, what a game. I, I was just talking to Phil there before, and like a, in a really perverse way, when, it, when they go 3 2 up, I sort of like fancied it a bit more. It just felt like that added bit of jeopardy. Don't get me wrong, I was shitting it, John. You think we needed the volunteer to win? It. I, I, I was shitting it, but like, you won't get four goals better than that in one game, will you? I can't remember the last time I've seen four goals like that, as good as they were in one game. I mean, all of them in different ways, just absolutely like oozing with quality, weren't they? It was such a, it was such a great let off as well. Endo gets the third. You know, at that point, I think everyone in that ground knew what was coming afterwards. And for Trent to get it as well, it was just so brilliant. It was such a nice moment, wasn't it? It was like, almost felt like a coming of age in a, in a mad way, even though he's been around a while. It felt like, you know, he, he finally like really stamped his authority on a game, but then also capped it off with, with, with two of the most important contributions you can make. Yeah, it did some performance from him and some feeling when he scores that one. And you had some German friends over as well and I just I met them and... They enjoyed it so much, the experience. They were on the cops and they were right in front of the goal when those those late ones go in. And the Dolman seems to get older, so they know a thing or two about you know ends and stuff like that. And they have got their own cop, of course, but yeah, they were they were just so made up. It? It, it, it's brilliant. I, I love their sort of story a little bit because you know all of them are like Dortmund, born and raised. Their whole all their family, all their friends, you know, staunch Dortmund supporters. But this like little group, all of them are, are, are Reds. Uh, that's the first team really for them. They watch Dortmund because it's available. <laughs> that's, it's it's near the house. It's there. It's near Get there on the bus. Exactly. So so for them, this was absolutely huge. And all of them managed to get sorted with tickets. And oh, did they all get sorted? They all managed to get sorted, which is brilliant. And, and Marcus, who really helped, he was in the Jurgen documentary and really helped us out as well with a few bits of translation, really last minute with some interviews. Uh, him and his son got to, got to sit in the cop together for the first time. And, and they absolutely, you know, just seeing their faces when they bounced in the pub yeah, afterwards. It was, it was really, really nice. And, uh, and, and and that's what it's all about, isn't it? It's, it's these moments. I mean, I told him, tell your son it's not like this every week. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, it, it, it's what it's all about at the end of the day, isn't it? It's, it? it's those sort of moments. And who'd have thought Fulham would have, Fulham at home would have given us this? He had a good goal, didn't he? I mean, he did they cross did. the halfway line for ages. They did it once and scored. And then I think they went, oh, well, I'm a good little go at this. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they seem to really enjoy it. In a mad way, like, when, when, when they lined up, I was, I was looking around the team and I was like, oh no, there's a lot of little like sub-stories here. Harry Wilson, you know, the Liverpool player who didn't quite make it. Iwobi, the blue. Uh, uh, what's he his name? Pereira, the United, you know, the ex-United player. He did a like, big 10-minute interview with Harry Wilson on Five Live about an hour before the game. I was like, oh, fuck off with this. <laughs> He's definitely going to score than he did. And he didn't celebrate either, did he? Did he um, no, no, he didn't celebrate, which is, you know, I guess, which is nice but come on you scored a goal Anfield celebrate enjoy yourself he was at Liverpool from nine years old though I listened yeah. to the interview he was really good and so like he, was, he probably feels like it's not just that like, his dad supports Liverpool so maybe he just thought my dad would be feeling <laughs> sometimes it's as basic as that isn't yeah. it <laughs> I can't be I mean, that's going to be a lift home I can't yeah. be asked getting bollocked my one little the one thing I like the one little mad thing we were talking about afterwards uh, in the pub was you know like when you get the equaliser like Endo did and it's a really good goal but you're not allowed to properly celebrate because yeah. you need to get the ball back like, if you're someone who doesn't score many goals and you've got to do that, it must be a bit like, oh, 
just scored I an absolute go in the cup, yeah. I want to like fucking dive in head first yeah. and Trent got to do a full face slide at the end so <laughs> he was covered as well Trent was really he had to was. play the rest of the game he looked like he looked like he'd been covered in like white paper he must have got over like the line and, and the ground must have been fucking frozen yeah, solid as well because yeah, yeah. <laughs> he looked his shirt looked mad it almost wasn't red anymore <laughs> his shirt it was like it looked absolutely mad uh, but fair play uh, nice to see you mate. it's really nice to see you too I'll see you tomorrow you will so this, I think it's going to be the last one of the uh, matchday diaries. Unless Spurs rescue some of them, there might be an emergency one. But it's currently on 62 minutes. Uh, we are in the Glenbrook. Uh, by the way, we do these for, I was going to say every game there. That's not true. Um, every home game and summer ways. Do you think that's fair to say, Neil? Yeah, that's very fair to say. And also, they're not meant to be sort of beautifully fucking polished. <laughs> do you know what I mean? They're meant to be nonsensical and they work when they work and they're broken apart narratively and it may well be that right now it's 2-1 it might end up 4-1 or it might end up 2-2 or whatever and you've just got a fucking cop for it I've just realised I can get Craig to do one for Sheffield United because you're going separately doing the pink so we'll put him to work and uh, we'll see what we get out of Craig he's had all his own way for too long <laughs> <laughs> I bet he was fucking fuming at 3-2 by the way with his big three week oh, Craig Harden with his hard man he wasn't the only one. <laughs> uh, me and him were exchanging messages at 3-2, John. But there was a thing in my head which was, like, I never thought it was finishing 3-3. Three, three. That is that is genuinely my one move on this. I never thought, I, in fact, I don't think I ever thought it was finishing 3-2. I thought it was either going to finish 4-2 or what would transpire would transpire. And that's not being sort of complacent because it is absolutely incredible. I did a proper, I keep looking at my hand, I'm amazed it's not cut. I did a proper fall on seats, hands, me bright red, me hand. I absolutely smashed it into some seats. Then, in the confusion, I I've worn contacts today, and I was convinced I'd lost my glasses because <laughs> things weren't on my face anymore. It was genuinely, it was absolutely brilliant, and there are grown-up conversations that we'll have on other shows, e.g., the review, but not just the review about maybe just maybe like football miracles happen at times because you've been a bit shit yeah and they were a bit shit they just were a bit shit there was odd periods in the game where they couldn't pass to each other but then <laughs> but then they show so much will like fucking will like a slab of will will on toast you might get some John Milburn here I think, I think he's coming he's coming in for something isn't he he's coming in for something oh well you're gonna, you're gonna, end, you're gonna end up on a podcast John uh, I'll leave you for a minute um, he's coming for a sit down, but that's not how things work at the Anfield Rapid. He should know that by now. Um, two things on what you've just said. First of all, on the celebration, I was with Ash, he works for us, those video stuff. Um, and he had to ask someone for his hat and someone else for his phone, which, which I just really, really liked. <laughs> he had to say, Excuse me, can I have my hat back? It's by your feet. And then someone else. I think that's my phone, sir. Yeah, hang on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so, so that was really good. And also, what was bad about the game was our best creative period, we don't score. And that sometimes happens, but not really when you get four. Yeah. So basically, we create some really good chances between 50 and 65. I think it is. Don't get any. Fucking gash for loads of the rest of the game and get four. Yeah, and also, doing part of this, my line all year has been, I say, tell you what, if you've got that range of attacking forward talent, you're going to be absolutely, you're going to score some goals, you're going to be absolutely fine. And today, none of them score. <laughs> none of them score. And I would even say, they all really miss fire in front of goal and yet we still score four I mean that's where it does feel like a bit of a piss take if I was City and we're gonna you know City might win if I was Arsenal 
Arsenal won. I'd be like, hang on, hang on. They miss everything. Those attackers miss everything. And they still score four. The one where Nunez hits the bar, it is the most he's hit it too well thing I've ever seen. It's, it's, I haven't seen it back, but it's much better than the Luton one. Like, the Luton one he should score. Whereas that one, I'm a bit like, oh, come on. The, the, the Luton one he should score, but also because he doesn't hit it too well. He, he just fucking misses. This one... He's got no right to get there first. It's a bad ball from Salah. But he absolutely commits. He strikes it so firmly. It should crash against the underside of the bar and end up on the back of the net. And instead it doesn't. And then the next one that drops to him, where Salah does, the header to him from Salah is so good. It is so fucking good. And then he doesn't connect at all. And if he had just connected 75% as well, with the one that he hits the bar with, he just scored. And if he'd have took that other 25% and connected with the one with Salah, he would probably also have scored. <laughs> and it's like, that, this is the, the frustration, the weirdness and the, the oddness of him. You know, and he's not chaos. Nothing he does today is chaos. If anything, he's too sane at times. He's too determined to find Salah at times. He should just occasionally get out from under his feet and see how hard he can kick it. But still... You know, again, cold light today will be. You need to find a little bit more. But then, if he makes it three two, and then he makes it four two, we don't all get to feel like fucking hell. We're a relentless force in age that's going to win the league. <laughs> we <laughs> no, don't get that. We don't, we don't get that, and we got it. How are you, Johnny? Yeah, I'm good. You know, I think um, today I got me in the feels really in a way that other games haven't so far this season. I think I think we've been missing a bit of jeopardy at home. So we've had a trim- whatever game by more than two goals. Haven't yeah, we? yeah, we've we've been we've been two goals or more. I wouldn't say it's always been mega comfortable, but we've but we've but we've we felt reasonably comfortable. And I think playing on a Sunday has got its own dynamic to it. I think in terms of certainly the fan base, often myself included, like we'll be driving or whatever it might be. So it's lacking that edge that a, a good Saturday night half five fixture tends to have. And so today, getting there, and we all rightfully expected to. to Dispatch Fulham with relative ease. We've just come out of, we just come away from Man City with a creditable draw and, and maybe all fancying ourselves. I, I think we all had high, high hopes and high expectations today. And then the game had other ideas, like, as, as it often does. And then to find ourselves in a second. Oh, Spurs, Spurs have just equalised against oh, Manchester City. Let's fucking have it. Yes, yes, yes. Some end. Oh, that's a great end. So, there. <laughs> a big endo moment broke out at the Etihad. Hopefully. <laughs> so, we had the Glen Books just gone alive. As Tottenham have buried one. Is that who it was, the Celso? Who scored? Oh, the Celso scored. Yeah, so um, I think we're. <laughs> yeah, so I think I think I think I think at the end of the day, the game was um, was one where we got in, we got introduced to a bit of jeopardy we weren't expecting to have, and now I can look back on it and say. These are the things that make us alive. These are the type of ways that you win the title. At the time, I was fucking furious. <laughs> I was fuming with them at two all. 
And I was like, how the fuck have we let ourselves get to this situation? One or two players well off the pace. Um, but now we can all look back and say, what a great win that was then. Uh, I mean, it was fucking great, wasn't it? It was great fun. What a great win that was then. Uh, we'll leave it there for now. We're going to watch the end of this. Um, this probably will be the end of the show. We've got to do weekend, yeah, for God's sake. We're doing weekend. One more show. I'm doing Natalie Bromley at 7.45 and Billy Grant at 8. And I've warned them both I'm going to be drunk. <laughs> Up to heads. Hope you've enjoyed that. We do this every week except when we don't. Sports Social Podcast Network.